0: I used to feel overwhelmed by conflicting advice about writing and publishing. Social media distracted me from what I most wanted to do, write my book. I felt depressed, discouraged, and anxious about my writing. A friend asked if I had been checked for TMFG. Too many Facebook groups. TMFG keeps approximately 72% of writers from reaching their publishing goals. Fortunately, there is a treatment, a new social network called AuthorMedia.Social that allows you to reduce your dependence on Facebook groups to connect with other authors. AuthorMedia.Social is not for everyone. If you are serious about developing your craft, growing your platform, and connecting with other writers, AuthorMedia.Social may be for you. Side effects may include increased focus, greater clarity, raising enthusiasm, more time to write. Ask your doctor about AuthorMedia.Social today. In all seriousness, AuthorMedia.Social is exactly what we're going to talk about in today's episode. AuthorMedia presents Novel Marketing, the longest-running book marketing podcast in the world. I'm Thomas Umstadt Jr., and this is the show for writers who want to build their platforms, sell more books, and change the world with writing worth talking about. And before we talk about authormedia.social, I wanna talk a little bit about why I developed this new social network. In short, I'm trying to address some of the shortcomings of Facebook groups. So what's wrong with Facebook groups? Right now, it's one of the most common ways for authors to gather. In fact, after the lockdowns, it's one of the only ways that many authors interact with other authors. And while Facebook groups are better than nothing, Facebook groups have some big downsides. Now, as I go into these downsides, I I want to point out this is nothing against the people who created those groups. I have my own Facebook groups for authors. These are frustrations with the platform. If you are creating a Facebook group for authors, you will probably relate to some of the challenges I'm about to point out. The first challenge is that Facebook is distracting. Every time I get a notification that I need to go into the Facebook group and do some work, I find myself losing time to the various distractions on Facebook. And while part of this is my fault, it's not all my fault because Facebook is scientifically designed to be one of the most distracting places on the internet. The algorithm is specifically tuned for each person to take advantage of their psychological weaknesses to keep them on Facebook as long as possible. That machine learning tries to figure out exactly what it can show you that will keep you there. And what it shows you is different than what it will show me. But the goal is always the same. Maximize time on Facebook. The more time you spend on Facebook, the more ads you see, and the more money Facebook makes off of you. Every time I visit Facebook, I feel like I lose 30 minutes from my day to one random thing or another. And only a small fraction of that time is connecting with other humans or other authors. So when I create a course and we have the community happening on Facebook, I find that a lot of time is lost. It's like a water leaking out of a bucket that instead of me spending time doing what I'm supposed to be doing, I'm distracted by all of the interesting things going on on Facebook that have nothing to do with why I'm supposed to be there. So another challenge with Facebook groups is that they attract spammers and bots. A moderating Facebook group is a lot of work because uh, they're so easy to join. Depending on your settings, a lot of groups are harder to join. This is one way to fight it. But if you have a more open group, you get a lot of spammers or authors who just join the group in order to drop a link to their Amazon page and then leave. And this takes a lot of work to keep the group clear of spam. But the problem is if you do have a community growing, you want members of the community to be able to celebrate milestones and successes. You want them to be able to talk about the fact that that book that they've been working on for three years is finally available. And the more you have a group locked down, uh, the less the members can express themselves. And this is really unfortunate. And, And part of the problem is the Facebook group format. Since all of the posts are in that one Column. You can't set aside a place for somebody to celebrate successes and post new books once they're available. And you have to really guard that single column of posts. And the bigger the group, the more unwieldy this column gets. (laughs) Because the more posts that are there, the more the algorithm is shuffling that algorithm by magic. (laughs) So a post that was number one, uh, the first time you visit the page, you come back five minutes later, there's no new posts. You're looking for that post that was at the top and now you can't find it. It's 20 posts down. It gets very confusing. Another challenge with Facebook groups is that misinformation spreads on Facebook. No, I'm not talking about politics. I'm still talking about publishing and marketing books. Now, this is great for me. It's a great source of new topics for this podcast. I love debunking myths. It's an easy episode to do. Some new myth is spreading from Facebook group to Facebook group, and I get to do an episode pointing out why that is a bad idea. I was on a Facebook group recently where I saw somebody asking for book promotion strategies for a first-time novelist, and one of the top comments was someone recommending book signings at bookstores. Oh my gosh, (laughs) this is perhaps the worst possible piece of advice to give a new novelist. Book signings don't work until you're already famous, and even then, they don't work as a promotion strategy. They don't help you sell more books. They help you engage the fans that you already have to make them more passionate to sell the next book. They're a way of getting to be better friends with the bookstore. They're not a really good way... To get new readers. And Facebook groups tend to be full of this kind of bad advice. Now, some of this bad advice may be actually spread by trolls who think that their book will sell better if they share bad techniques with other humans. Uh, So they deliberately spread bad ideas to muddy the waters. But I don't think that this is the majority of it. I think there's only a handful of trolls that are kind of secretly putting bad advice out into the wind. I think in general, it's more of people just don't know. And they don't know that they don't know what they're talking about. And I think part of the reason for this is that it's hard to tell at a glance to tell how much training and experience somebody has on Facebook. You click on their profile and you see a picture of their kids and maybe their bio is about their day job and not about their writing. And you can't tell, you know, maybe they've written a dozen books, maybe they've written zero books. It's really hard to figure that out. If there was a way, at a glance, to see, oh, this person knows what they're talking about, this person doesn't have any experience, I think a lot less bad information would spread in author Facebook groups. But it's particularly hard because the bigger the group, the stricter the rules are about talking about your own books. And so you can't even say, hey, here are the dozen books that I've written and links to them just, you know, so people can check them out and see how successful they are, how well-reviewed they are, etc. Facebook's also changing how groups work. I've talked about this a lot in previous episodes, and I'll have a a link to that episode in the show notes. This is both good and bad. Facebook is kind of diminishing Facebook groups in the platform as a way of like getting the word out. They're trying to keep it as a way of doing community, but it's really hard to build a community where the technology and the rules and the expectations are constantly in flux. And it's just really, really hard. And you never know when the rug is going to get pulled out from under you. So if you're running a Facebook group and you're really investing in it, just realize Facebook has deleted Facebook groups before. And in my history of Facebook episode, I break down the times they've done that. So it's it's risky to have the whole source of connection for your community be on Facebook. And then Facebook groups are also kind of hard to use, right? That magic algorithm kind of constantly shuffling the posts In the group, it's fine when you don't have a very active group, but once your group gets successful, it can get really overwhelming and really hard for new people to have their posts seen because if you don't get a lot of likes and comments right away, the algorithm hides your post, kind of pushes it down the page. A lot of people don't know that they can sort the group chronologically rather than with the algorithm. And because of this, people often don't scroll very far down a Facebook group and instead, use that little red notification number to navigate it. It's just, it's not a good experience for users. And the final reason, and this is one of the biggest reasons for why I'm creating a new social network is that people are leaving Facebook. A lot of them are leaving it for mental health reasons. There's a lot of really strong research that uh, Facebook is bad for your mental health. If you're struggling with anxiety or you're struggling with depression, Facebook has been shown to make those things worse, not just for teenagers. I know a lot of the research is that it's true for teenagers, but there's also research that shows that it's bad for adults. And there's no research that I've seen that it's good for your mental health. And so the more we're studying social media and specifically Facebook and Instagram, the more we're seeing its deleterious impacts on mental health. And this became kind of a moral issue for me because if somebody's really struggling with mental health issues, right, which can be deadly, right, suicide is deadly, and it it emerges out of depression and anxiety. I didn't want to create a community for people that's like you know an AA meeting at a bar. Right? If somebody's trying to get off of Facebook if they're trying to break their addiction to social media, but the only way they can interact with other authors is on Facebook. It's just putting them in a really difficult situation, putting them in a a really unhealthy situation. And I feel a little bad about contributing to that, especially with my courses, right? Somebody pays for a course, and then they're really pressured to get the most out of the course by getting on Facebook, which is potentially bad for them. Now, But some people are leaving Facebook just for time management reasons. They know they get distracted just like I do, but they're more disciplined than I am, and so they just delete their Facebook account. Or maybe they don't have a Facebook account for political reasons, right? I'm not here to judge somebody's politics, but Facebook is no longer the platform that everybody has an account for. So those are some of the issues that I see with Facebook groups as a platform, as a technology. So what am I doing about it? Well, a little while back, I launched a new social network. And initially, it was just for students going through one of my courses. So the first group of students to use this new social network at authormedia.social where the Book Launch Blueprint students, and I surveyed them. I interacted with them all throughout and surveyed them at the end. What did you think? How did this compare to last year? Because we had a lot of students who came through the course again, and it was overwhelmingly positive. People were like, this is so much better than a Facebook group. And since then, I've opened it up for all of my courses. So there's a section in there for Obscure No More and a section in there for the five-year plan, and the mastermind groups are now moved over to authormedia.social. But I am excited to announce that you no longer have to have purchased a course from Author Media to get access to AuthorMedia.Social. It is now open to everyone free of charge. Now, you won't get access to the students-only areas if you don't buy the course, but there's a bunch of public areas inside of AuthorMedia.Social that you can have access to. So some ways that it's different. One, it's for authors only, so it's really focused on writing and publishing, which I'm hoping will help reduce some of the drama, right? because there's all these dramatic battles that have nothing to do with writing or publishing going on on social media. And I'm hoping that AuthorMedia.Social can be a kind of a break from that, where we're just talking about, you know, here's how to advertise your book on Amazon. Here's how to get an ISBN number, you know, really kind of matter of fact type stuff like that. And I will say the primary place I'm promoting this are to people who are already in the author media ecosystem. So people who are already listening to the podcasts, already reading the blog posts, already on the email list, already taking the courses, that sort of thing. And I think my experience with this community, I mean, I'm a little biased, but I love (laughs) y'all. And you're really nice and kind to each other. And so far, I haven't had any issues with trolls or anything, And any of the other communities I've run for authors. So, you know, I'm not saying we won't ever have trolls, but I am saying that if we do have a troll, I'll be the one to have the awkward conversation with them and invite them to take their trollish behavior somewhere else. (laughs) So another cool feature of authormedia.social is uh, member badges. So you'll be able to see at a glance how much training somebody has received and kind of how deep they are in the author media ecosystem. So there's a special badge for being a novel marketing patron, a special badge for graduating from the book launch blueprint, a special badge for being a mastermind or for participating in obscure no more or for participating in the five-year plan. So if somebody has a bunch of badges behind their name, my hope is they'll be more likely to give you good advice because they've gotten all of this training from me, but also that you'll be more likely to believe it. You're like, oh, okay, this person has really been around the community for a long time. And it's it's just fun. It, it there's no technical value for it, but it's fun to have little icons. Another cool feature of authormedia.social is if you have gone through one of the author media courses, including the free course on author websites, how to have a better author website you already have an account. It's got single sign-on with Teachable, so you can use the login you already have. So it's it's a no-brainer. Like, not only does it not cost any money, you don't even have to create a new password for it. You already have an account if you've gone through any of my courses at any time. Or, you know, you create a new account. It's super easy. Another thing that I'm hoping is that it will have deeper engagement. And why I'm hoping that it will have deeper engagement is that while on Facebook, people typically type with their thumbs on, the, on their phone, and it, it's you're kind of limited with the formatting the post. You know, you can add paragraphs, and sometimes you can make a word bold. You have a lot more control on AuthorMedia.Social. You can add images. You can add bulleted lists. You could write a whole blog post on there if you wanted to, and some people have, and what's nice about that is it allows for a deeper conversation, a more substantive conversation, which is... Think a lot better than the little quick, you know, thumb conversations that you tend to have on Facebook. And I will say, I'm constantly improving authormedia.social based off of your feedback, right? There's no big corporation here, it's just me. <laughs> so I am using technology from a company called Circle. So I'm not coding it. And Circle does have an app for the iPhone, and they'll be coming out with an app for Android soon. But when it comes to adding features or adding spaces, it's you know if i think you have a good idea i'll make that change and we've already saw that with the book launch blueprint some students had ideas of changes that we could make to the group and I incorporated them right away during the course and it, they were great ideas i wish i had come up with them myself but even though i had didn't come up with them i did implement them and so everyone got to benefit from the good ideas and the final benefit is focus since there's multiple spaces inside of authormedia.social you can adjust your notifications based off of which space, on a space-by-space basis, which means that you only get uh, notified for the things that you're most interested in, which makes it way less distracting than Facebook and Reddit. And it also gives you more control. So instead of an algorithm guessing what you will like, you decide yourself, you are know, like, I'm really interested in craft, and I'm really interested in platform building, but I don't want to hear about, you know, job opportunities, or uh, I'm not looking to hire a VA, something like that. Speaking of which, let me give you a short tour of the current spaces inside of AuthorMedia.Social. The first space is novel marketing podcast discussions, pretty straightforward, but if you have comments or questions based off of an episode, there's a place for that. It's also a good place to ask a question that you want me to answer in a future episode. I also have a space for Christian Publishing Show discussion, so I know some of you listen to both podcasts, some of you listen to just one or the other. This gives you full control. If you don't care about the Christian Publishing Show, you can totally mute that space. If that's your favorite show and you only listen to this show some of the time, then you can do just the opposite. The next space is on platform and promotion. This is a forum specifically designed for promotion strategies and answering platform questions. So do you have a question about your author website? This is where you would post it. You have a question about email, right? You're trying to work something with ConvertKit or you have a question about mail or light this is where you will post it. And there's a lot of really helpful authors who will jump in and try to help you out. And I will say with these communities, the way to make them work is to comment onto others as you would have them comment onto you. And if you make an effort to be more helpful than you are asking questions, to answer more questions than you ask, the community really does work. And I'll be encouraging everyone to be generous in their commenting. And I will try to be a good example as we get this community taking off. The next base is on publishing. So this is, you know, if you're planning to indie publish, there's lots of little questions that tend to come up. You know, what is an ISBN number? Where do I get it? You know, little questions like that. This is where to answer those questions. It's also where to have a conversation about traditional publishing. So you have a question about an agent or if you're wondering if a traditional publisher is any good or if they're a predator and you want to get feedback from the community, this is where you would post that question. And then, yes, of course, there's a craft community. So if you want to talk about Oxford commas or if you have some craft questions, this is where you can write about writing. And if you don't care about craft or if you feel like you've got craft all figured out and you just want to hear about uh, marketing and promotion, this is what's nice. You can mute this channel or you can crank it way up in terms of you know how much you're notified. Now, the next couple of sections are really unique and They're the sort of thing that we really only can do because we're not on Facebook. And that is a job board. So if you're looking for somebody to build a website for you, or if you build a website, this is where you can post a job. So if you offer services to authors, you're welcome to post here one time. Don't spam the board. (laughs) But one time you're like, hey, I'm an editor. And here are the kinds of books that I edit. You post here. And then other people will be like, hey, I'm looking for an editor for my science fiction book. You can leave a comment and be like, hey, I'm an editor. Here's a link to my website. So it's just a matchmaking board. There's no cost to post a job. Uh, there's no cost to post your services that you offer. And I, I really like this because it allows people to meet each other's needs because people call me all the time or email me being like, hey, are you looking for an editor? Or I'm looking for an editor, I'm looking for a recommendation for so-and-so, and now this is a chance for people to to meet them each other without me being the middleman. But I'm still there watching, <laughs> so if somebody with a known bad reputation posts, I'll do something about it, but I, I don't think that's going to be a problem. The next space is celebrations. Now, I'm calling this celebrations and not promotions, because I want to give you an opportunity to celebrate successes, but I don't want people to just spam this board with links to their book. So how this works is once you hit a major milestone for your book, you get to post a link to your book on Amazon and we can all celebrate the milestone with you. So milestones include your book is now available for pre-order. Your book is now available for sale. You just hit bestseller status the first time. <laughs> so another is a review milestone. So the milestones are 100 reviews, 500 reviews, thousand reviews, 2,500 reviews. You just launched a podcast or you just launched a blog, you just launched your author website, you get to post about it here. Also, you know, you just hit a big podcast episodes milestone or a big blog post milestone, or you just launched a Kickstarter campaign, or you just grew your email list to a certain threshold. All of these things you can post and you can celebrate, and everyone will applaud with you. And who knows, maybe you'll get some bonus sales, maybe you'll get some bonus signups for your Kickstarter campaign. And if you don't want to celebrate with other authors, you can mute this space. (laughs) My hope is that this will be a great place for community and especially for folks going through the course. They're really enjoying this and go through a course with somebody, you really get to know them. But we want to extend that community a little bit broader. And then we have the off-topic space. This is where you post your funny memes about grammar (laughs) writing. It's not off-topic like to talk about politics and stuff. It's kind of off-topic in the sense of like other writing things that don't fit somewhere else. But yeah, right now it's mostly funny funny jokes and cartoons about writing. There's also some course-specific spaces. I already talked about this, but Book Launch Blueprint, Obscure No More, Five-Year Plan all have their own kind of communities within the community. If you're not in those courses, you won't see these spaces. They won't bother you. But once you join the course, if the course is available to join, you get access. And then if you're a mastermind, there's a whole mastermind section inside, which is really fun. This is where we organize mastermind groups and where masterminds talk with each other in between the meetings. So like I said, I'm running this platform through Circle, which means that you can access the community through the Circle app on the iPhone. And while Circle costs me money every month, I'm paying, I think, $70 a month right now. And as more people join, it it will go up (laughs) how much I'm paying. Uh, There's no cost to you to join AuthorMedia.Social. This is my gift to the author community, but it's also my gift to me. I'm trying to reduce the amount of time I spend on Facebook trying to reduce the amount of time I spend uh, distracted there so I can spend more time creating blog posts and courses and all of the things that really matter (laughs) rather than getting into political fights or liking people's stuff on Facebook. And, you know, if you want to spend time on Facebook, that's great. I'm not saying you have to quit Facebook groups. And, you know, you can just add this if you want to your list of communities. Uh, But we would love for you to check it out. And you may be like, well, how do I sign up? Super easy. Barely an inconvenience. Just go to authormedia.social. Now, you don't even have to type in the W's if you don't want to. If you want to type in the W's, go to www.authormedia.social and just click sign in and you'll get access to the community. And, yeah, we'd love to see you there. Uh, oh, one other cool feature. You get to build a profile with a link to your website, a link to your Facebook and your Twitter. You can have a link to your books inside your profile. So if somebody clicks your name, they get to see your author bio that you put there, and they're able to you know, get to know you, get to connect with you really well. I get analytics on how the platform has been used so far, and one of the things that's been really encouraging to me is seeing the number of direct messages between authors. So I can't read the direct messages, but I do get to see stats. I see that there's a lot of one-to-one communication Happening on the on the platform, and that's really encouraging because that's real friendships, right? So you're having a private conversation, and at least one book already has been outlined in direct messages back and forth. Just in our initial launch since a month and a half ago, some authors had an idea, a really cool idea for a sci-fi novel that I'll probably end up buying when it comes out. But anyway, this is my hope is that this is a, a blessing to the community, and with any kind of community, it's kind of tricky at the beginning because it takes a crowd to draw a crowd. And you know, so the more people that sign up, the more people will want to sign up. Fortunately for us, though, we already have you know several hundred authors who are taking one course or the other, who are already active and interacting on the community. So it's, there's no empty rooms. We're already having a great time, and I just want to invite you to join us on that great time. Our featured patron today is Cheryl Elton, author of Pathway of Peace, living in a growing relationship with Christ. Learn how to calm the noises in your mind and experience more of God's peace. So Cheryl, thank you so much for being a patron. Thank you for your support, helping keep this podcast on the air. A new perk that you get for being a patron, as all other patrons get, is a special badge at authormedia.social. In fact, it should already be there. If I set it up correctly, as soon as you log in the first time, the badge will appear next to your name after you do a post. And if it doesn't, send me a message because we're still working out some of the bugs if you can't afford to become a patron but you still want to support the show you can and a really easy way is to just invite a friend to join you when you join authormedia.social it's more fun when we do it together in community and you know hopefully we'll be able to do more things in real life but in between now and then <laughs> if we can make our online interactions uh, better and more fulfilling i think it will be better for everyone So you've been listening to Thomas Umstead Jr. on the Novel Marketing Podcast. This episode's audio was edited by William Umstead. Our cheesy commercial at the beginning was voiced by my wife, Margaret Umstead. And the blog post version of this episode was edited by Shauna Letellier. To find the blog post version of this episode or to get new episodes delivered to your phone automatically, visit authormedia.com. Thank you for listening and live long and prosper.